Hello and welcome to episode two of season three for the podcast for the recently deceased. I am one of your hosts, Rodney Godak. With me as always, I am Nate Roberts, the other guy right. uh, of the podcast. The other guy of the, the other guy. How are you yeah. doing tonight, bro? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Tonight's episode is going to be sick. Due to the pandemic, Parker and her best friend decide to quarantine at the family lake house alone, or so they think. This is written by Kevin Williamson and Caitlin Crabb, directed by John Hyams, starring Gideon Adlin and uh, I'm going to also say Mark Manchaka. Uh, Mark Manchaka, for those that don't know, uh, played a character in season one slash two, just one, season one, I think, of Ozark, highly acclaimed, and my how the Mahdi have fallen. Uh, starring in sick here gosh <laughs> so this is brought to us by peacock and yet again another blumhouse blumhouse production. production also miramax which i'm gonna make a couple uh sick miramax references as we go um but you'll have to wait for those sick kind of i don't sick came out of nowhere Sick is a uh, is this technically a 2022 feature but it came uh in january on peacock I don't think Peacock has done too many. Did Peacock actually got the rights to uh, stream Halloween uh, ends, didn't it? It did. It did. It did. So, look, Sick, Kevin Williamson, for those that don't know, is one of the collaborative writers for uh, the Scream franchise, of all things. So when you hear that, you kind of are like, oh, well, shit, this is going to be a goddamn wonderful slasher. And that's how it showcased the art. Shows a really cool red background with a guy in a COVID mask with a knife. This is going to be insane. And then you're going to watch the movie and you're going to say, hey. Now, since I've been proven wrong repeatedly. <laughs> All right. So Miramax uh, puts out Scream. <laughs> Kevin Williamson writes Scream. Uh, this movie is essentially a Scream movie. That uh, got re-released under another, you know, another uh, title and uh, was like a what if. A a what if Ghostface, um, you know, showed up during COVID. Like, what would that what would that be like? I was trying to create something new and different that we haven't seen before. I wanted it to sort of just be perverse and very sort of um, satirical, but very real. Take the ghost mask away and replace it with a. What were those ones that we all had to get? Not N95, the. Can yeah, the, 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 the yeah the yeah the. N95. This there is the one go. that had the, 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 the goose like beak, Howard the Duck type looking face. Yeah, that mask was killer. Uh, <laughs> let's just be clear. Um, this is a slasher movie, uh, and it's set during COVID times, and it's meant. I believe their intention is to spoof the idea of COVID. Now that we're, you know, three years out, it wants to make fun of how ridiculous COVID was at first and the way that we perceived the potentiality for infection and things like that. So they're making fun of the fact that we were wiping down our groceries when we got home with sanitizer wipes. And it's all very overt and obvious that they're kind of tongue in cheek about this stuff. And it's kind of comical, a little bit, but not really. It's kind of like, yeah, we get it. It's kind of just annoying. So outside of all the COVID dialogue or, or commentary that exists in the movie, 
it should be a good slasher movie, but it's not. But it's, it's just not. stupid. Everything about the movie is just stupid. Oh, Billy is so stupid. There's no rationality. There's no way to explain the motivations in a logical way. You're confused about the motivations of the whole movie until the end. And then when you find about the revelations, the exposition that occurs, you're like, wait, what? 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 Yeah. How? <laughs> the reveal Th- is... That's what you thought? The reveal is that so, made sense? Is so ridiculous. So let's put it in the Scream perspective really quickly, right? So we're going to go to Scream 1 for this comparison, okay? So... The reveal um, that Ski Ulrich and... Um, Spoiler alert for Scream, for those who haven't seen for it. For Scream if you seen 1. It, shame on you for existing. <laughs> if you haven't seen Scream 1, maybe you're watching the wrong podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ski Ulrich and Matthew Lillard, uh, it's been revealed that they're the killers, and, and Nev Campbell, uh, Sidney Prescott, somehow stops them. And then a third guy comes in in a ghost fast mask, and she knocks him out, takes off the mask, and it's her dad. And then a fourth person comes in in a ghost face mask, takes them out, and it's her, like, long-lost or possibly dead mother that we don't really know about who was a giant horror, right? Is that the, that's the story? That, that is... That is better writing than the reveal of Sick. Right, okay, but what you're referencing is this idea that Scream is sort of a self-aware spoof meta-type horror where it takes the tropes of what that you would anticipate from a B movie and puts them on her head or yeah. overemphasizes them and does it in a creative way. Sick does not care. Sick is we want to make a cheap slasher and we don't care at what cost uh, our yeah. dignity pays. Well, I feel like I feel like they did try to play up like their angle wasn't meta. Their angle was COVID and they and they definitely like played played into it. You know, but it is so dumb. No there one was... cares about COVID and COVID doesn't. Okay, so there was one. Moment. I would like to. I would like to get into more details. Uh, I'm right. gonna give you my rating before we get into more details Let's do to it. talk about how much of a piece of garbage this movie was. My rating for Sick uh, is gonna be a three out of ten. Uh, I gave Sick a four out of ten. Um, oh, okay, so we're not even that far apart. We both yeah. agree this is a garbage movie. I'm glad. oh oh, it's terrible. I I did like one part um, where she's beaten and bloody and and stops the car and she goes over to get into the car and she doesn't have a mask on and the driver is this older woman with a mask and she, she won't she won't unlock the door to let her in until she puts a mask on she like she yeah. like does this yeah i know she's like you, well, you're not wearing a mask you're not I wearing a mask i can't let you i, I know you're wanna... covered in blood but i yes. i just no, can't that's, so that was a good gag that, that, that was, was a nice a, a very like like the one cool like redeeming redeem a bowl moment not a redeeming moment i'll be honest with you i'm pretty sure i was gonna give it a a, a two and i was like oh well there was that one scene where it was comically done i'll give <laughs> yeah. it a three yeah <laughs> that one scene it, <laughs> i think that's why it got a four from me as well so it's just you know look the first kill in a horror movie sets the tone right oftentimes in a sure. slash like this it's like present yeah. the protagonist the issue and in the beginning of this movie it's like why you see a kid in a grocery store that goes back to his dorm room and he's stalked by a masked killer and you have no idea why and guess what spoiler you'll never know why they went after this kid it's not explained at all we would be we would have to assume that he was one of the people at this other event 
this super spreader. Oh, right. Which was the first kid. The whole yeah, inflection yeah. point. But there's no point. Like, this is like where you see the bad guy getting to to the ropes or their first kill or whatever their reasoning is, whatever rationale to begin their spree. And this one is just like so unimportant that it's like there's no motivation. There's no real need for this to uh, to exist. And so it's like it's just it's meandering. It's like whatever. It was a wasted intro. And then you get to the main characters and it's like it's fine. The setup is kind of cheesy and campy like they always are. But then it it doesn't it's not self-aware and having fun with the camp. It's just like bad. You know, the the getaway, the quarantine at rich girl's house could be fun. But, you know, because obviously uh, bodies, 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 same idea. They were sure. hurricane uh, quarantining. I did that was like, fun. I did like bodies, bodies, bodies. So so for me, like, to be honest, I'm like. I'm just, I'm just watching a boring slasher, right? There, there wasn't enough story for me to to comment, you know? Um, I'm watching two girls talk about guys. This guy shows up. He's like, he's like, don't you, why didn't you text me back? Don't you want to fuck me? Aren't we dating? And uh, she's like, no, I can, I'm dating anyone, not just you, other people too. Like, and he's like, no fucking way. I'm bullshit. I'm staying here all night. We're talking about this. And he's saying he's like a real creeper about it. And he like, she, you know, she tries to get him out of his house or get him out of her right. house or whatever. Yeah, I mean, and like, like nothing's like nothing's there. happening. Like it's just I'm just like. And that's the thing. Like the story that does exist, the premise for why they're doing what they're doing, isn't interesting or exciting. It's stupid. Yeah. It's like the whole point, like, okay, COVID quarantine is, is a thing, but this whole fake relationship with this guy and how weird yeah. it is, is dumb. But then like they immediately get into these people stalking and, yeah. uh, and then it's just like everything about the manner in which they are stalked and the way that the stalkers act is amateur hour. And you're like, well, this is weird. And then that becomes obvious like that. That's like kind of the point because they're not really killers. Uh, but then there's just so many issues with the way that they execute just the the logical progression of the story that it just was a hang up for me scene after scene. I cannot get over for me. You, you remember the the water scene like on the raft where she like goes in the middle of the lake for whatever fucking reason for no to reason. get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a kind of a tense moment because the dude's out there now with a knife and he's stabbing through the slats in the deck for the the flotation that she's on. And that's exhilarating because, you know, knives coming through something you don't know, your hands on something and now it could penetrate you. It's exciting. It's like uh, you're unnerving, you're on edge. It lost me because they escaped that scene, right? Yeah. And so then she retreats to a neighbor's house, which is across the uh, the thing, right? Right. It's across the lake as a miles away. She breaks into the house and she's cowering on the on the concrete floor of this garage. Uh Nate, her clothes are dry. Yeah. She was just in the fucking lake. Yeah. In the lake. Yeah. Covered in water. And now she's in it. She's immediately immediately after that, maybe two minutes have passed. She's cowering and I think there's no water drips around her. There's no puddling. Her hair's fine. And the killer, guess what? He was also in the lake. Also not wet. So just let's just say I'm like, you guys don't give a fuck. You don't care about any continuity. Like, that's a little yeah. bitch anal thing to be concerned about. But I'm sorry, pulling me out of the movie to notice how bad you are at continuity is a problem. 
it went on from there. But yeah. that was like just another big glaring issue. So get me to the reveal and tell yeah. me why I should care at all right. about what was happening. That's exactly what I was about to say. Was so the next the next only thing that happens is the reveal, which so... is what you're waiting for because nothing else interesting has happened. So you're like, okay, make this make sense. Make, yeah, pull it out here, make it interesting. We're like, oh my god, it was that. Yeah. Oh, it oh, all yeah. changes now because that and happens. That's so the... the thing that can happen. <laughs> it could happen. It could. This reveal could make me give this movie a six. You know, maybe maybe a six, but no. <laughs> Should they get her? They get her tied up, and they reveal themselves. And it's, it's, it's this older guy, like a father of a family. And then it's this woman, and the woman is the one who picked her up in the car. Same woman, right? And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, social media video of you at this party. Our son got COVID and died. It was you. You have COVID. You killed our son. That's why we're killing all these people. And you're just like, are you fucking for real? This is why. This is this is 90 minutes. Yeah, I invested 90 minutes of my time watching, thinking that you were telling an actual story, and then you copped out and did some bullshit exposition at the very end that seems tacked on. It was that so, doesn't really explain motivation. That doesn't like I don't care about so your family on. or anyone. It was so it's, tacked on. And the way it was explained was like those scenes that have too much exposition and do it badly. It was exactly explained like, that way. It was like See, cuz you cuz you the girl here's, at the party. Yeah, like when they gave it to my kid. When that when that guy kid got sick and I he got sick and then they all got died. Well, that guy... and, and that's <laughs> like... why we now have to kill you to yeah. punish you because they don't want to punish you. The it government was... doesn't care. Yeah. They're complicit in you killing our son. It's like, oh my God. It this was, is it was fucking yeah. real? Like, like You're that... really writing this. You tell anybody about this, I'll fucking kill you. What came first here? Was it that you wanted to make covid movie was it that you wanted to make a slasher movie because like something was just the impetus and it was a disservice to everything else that you fucking did and none of it made sense you just force fed it into this mold thinking it was more than likely oh we want to make this poignant piece about covid and some crazy people taking us so seriously or like their family being impacted and them wanting to now punish the people that caused that that undue burden to occur, which is a valid thing. That's a, a good origin story for the reasoning as to why someone would act out in a, uh, uh, an irrational way and, and go and kill people. But you can't just throw it in at the end uh, and expect us to give a fuck. Right. Then it's not how it works. You've got Miramax. You've got the writer from Scream. You've got Blumhouse. And you've got the killers... And you don't know that there's more than one until there's like a twist point and you're like, oh, she killed the killer. And then another one showed up and they're dressed the right. same. Like, that's Scream. Their weapon through the whole movie is the exact same fucking knife. It's the exact right. same knife. It's the Scream knife. Like, yeah. like okay, what, what were you doing? Were you writing a Scream during COVID movie and you just couldn't like get the rights to your own character? We began our this season talking about the 
2023 being this inflection point, at least I did, uh, but us both agreeing that it was not a good start. This is kind of concerning to me because this is emblematic of where people are at, where it's like, no, this is fine. It's a it's a serviceable horror movie. It's it's a slasher. It's it's pretty good, and people just like accepting mediocrity as if it were good or worthy of anyone's attention or eyeballs to watch it. Sick. Let me see. I want to pull it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh shit. Oh, it's it's got a it's got a high uh, rating. Um, yeah, I swear to God, I'm gonna flip this fucking a, table a, if it I has a high it, rating on Rotten it's Tomatoes. It's a six point one. Oh uh, my dear God. IMDb. Sick. Currently has an 86% fresh critic score. And let me tell you, folks, that is a goddamn travesty. <laughs> this is what we're so concerned about going into this fucking year. This is not good horror. This is shit garbage horror. The critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes, Nate, smart, self-aware, and all too timely. This slasher, co-written by Kevin Williamson, is sick. In yeah. all the best ways. Where's the bar for what is considered good anymore? People have lost their fucking bearing as to what you should accept for a horror movie. Well, this and... is what I was. This is what I was saying in the last episode. Uh, horror made it was so good. It made so much money in in uh, twenty one. Then twenty two, we had this banger year uh, for horror, and now everyone is running to the to the to the closest script, and just throwing. As much yeah. money as they can afford at it, and just being like, let's get on this horror train while it's still making us money, and we're getting this just craptastic, um, you know, barely feature uh, after feature after feature. Um, thank God for Megan uh, to start off the year, but it's just it's been it's been a schlock fest <laughs> since. It's disturbing, and I'm just so concerned because so many people are considering these movies to be worthy of watching and they're not they're really not if you want good horror we've recommended a crap ton yeah. from last year and we reference a lot of the classics that have been out for a longer that you should be watching instead of these new movies new movies are not always good i would love for new horror to come out all the time but it doesn't it they're few and uh infrequent the ones that are really good that'll stick as classics there's a couple from last year that landed in our top five. This will not be one. This will everyone will forget, and they will be better off for having forgotten this one. With that being said, uh, I gave it a four. He gave it a three. Yeah. So for episode two of season three of the podcast for the recently deceased, I'm Rodney Godek, and I'm Nate Roberts. Take care, and we'll see you next time. It was just incredible. It was just, it's, it's amazing. I don't think we've seen a film like this in a long time. I mean, when was the last time you saw a really scary movie? And I think we got it.